What's that? Polka? No. The metal. What am I? What are we doing here? We're doing the onslaught podcast. I'm Brian and I'm Vargas. You got it. <laughs> you know how this goes. We stumble through the first five minutes and then the last five minutes <laughs> and everything in between. Yes, <laughs> it's just but we never fall. We never actually fall. Never fall so like just, a like a child who learns to walk too early. We just dash from chair to chair. <laughs> yep. Hoping somebody will catch us if we need it. Uh, but that's what both of us are. That's what it's two of us instead of just one of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, uh, you already know by now, we are uh, balls deep. Uh, well, actually, there's 64 bands. So I'll say we're shin deep. Shin deep. In this battle of the bands. Um, you know it. You love it. You love that there's no Metallica versus Megadeth on there. You love that it's not Black Sabbath versus Dio. We're still putting that disclaimer out. You there, have huh? to because I know for a fact you got it. We got to treat every episode like it's episode one and that we have a new listener because I'm assuming. No, we'll go only fuck yourself <laughs> listeners. Can it can a six episode podcast already have inside jokes running jokes? Yeah. And you know what? If you don't think so, you go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh so before we uh before we dive into some heavy metal news uh a preview for the battle to come this week oh yeah we've got zeal and ardor versus winter sun and ghost versus opeth um i know one of those bands is or one of those matchups will be a little bit more known well known than the other matchup but i that's that's what i love but about you know what show. zeal and ardor fans just calm down <laughs> are there zeal and Ardor? i uh, th- okay yeah they're in this room i this is one of my horses i think we yeah. both have a couple horses in the race oh yeah as it were yeah and this zealand ardor and we'll get to it but zealand ardor is one of my horses i want as many people as i can to know this yeah band. you're screaming it from the rooftops i've been on my roof every night my neighbors now know the band because yeah. i've just been screaming it when i in between screams to ufos to take me i've been screaming to listen to zealand ardor yeah yeah um so what do we got this week on heavy metal news uh a whole bunch of album releases yeah is what we got and look so these might be uh out of date but what what i you know am baffled by as a metalhead is sometimes a band that i love i'll be listening to them and i'll randomly check i'll be jesus they released an album three months ago they released six albums since i yeah <laughs> I, it's strange so even if these are behind the quote-unquote release date uh, they may be new to you so um, I'm just going to rapid fire a couple of highlights yeah. and then we can talk about some in depth decapitated release the first damned Mr. Bungle the night they came home fear factory aggression continuum. I know there's a new Halloween. I think that's self-titled hold. Yep. Halloween <laughs> released Halloween probably uh, got the song Halloween on there probably got a song called Halloween uh, dark throne eternal hails at the gates the nightmare of being Lord of the Lost released Judas i really you know at the gates was one of those I, I talked about this with you the other day um off air is that i I was sort of surprised that they're still around not that the you know sometimes you just hear a band you discover a band back in college for us you know 10 a decade over a decade ago and it's just weird that there's they were already old maybe you just had never heard of them like at the gates yeah and it's just weird to see them still around it's just so i i love it i love that because now maybe a kid born in 2020 will find at the gates 13 years from now yeah 
and have that whole discography to go through. What I think is so interesting specifically, well, since we're talking about at the gates specifically about those like first melodic death metal bands, like in flames, uh, dark tranquility, even arch enemy. Yeah. Is they have been around now for 20 to 30 years and pretty much every single one of them have like reinvented themselves at least once. I would think, especially in that kind of genre, you kind of have to. Yeah. And there, there were maybe with the exception of in flames, they were all sort of like, they all kind of ascended to like a tipping point. Yeah. Um, for me, you know, arch enemy when they got Angela. Yeah. Or when they got rid of Angela. Sorry. No, because they Al- had du- Alyssa. Thank you. Yes. Oh yeah. So, right. Yeah. They had the, the, the guy du- the dude. Yeah. Who was fine. Angela was probably my favorite Angela Gossow. Yeah. Um, and then they had really, really high success with her. And then for whatever reason she left, I don't even remember what it was. She just didn't want to do it anymore. I yeah. Think. She, she's focusing on being like a producer now, which from is my understanding. Yeah. That's it's still awesome. Um, so they got Alyssa yeah. and they released a really good album with her. Yeah. Their second one with her, I think kind of wasn't great for me personally, yeah. but then they're still recording. She's not with them anymore. I don't think who Alyssa is. She still yeah. with arch enemy. Uh-huh. Okay, good. They're on the list. Are they? Yeah. No, maybe not. I don't know. Go listen to arch enemy. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you kind of with those bands, you kind of have to because unless you're going to have the success that like in flames or Bodum had. Yeah, but even even those two bands like their last album sounds nothing like their first three. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And especially bands like like Amorphous started out as like that's true. Yeah. An in flames band. And now they're like a folk metal band. Yeah. And it's they had a, they had a few bleeding into each other albums yeah. there for a while, too. Um, so, yeah, a lot of new releases, which maybe new to you. They're not new at the time. This comes they're out. new to you. <laughs> you know what it is, bitch. <laughs> what? Uh, so we were scrolling through. So we. we Big big surprise! We get our heavy metal news from the internet. No. Not a lot of publications. We get it directly from the band. Yeah, they call us on our cell phones. Yeah, they call us or they leave us messages at our Twitter, Ooh, which is yeah. the Onslaught Pod, and sometimes Instagram, the Onslaught Pod. Sometimes they email us at the Onslaught Podcast at yeah. gmail.com. You know, you know how Gojira be sliding into our DMs, dude. I we cannot keep them out. <laughs> it is insane how much they want us. Um. But we came across uh, a little a little snippet that I asked Vargas to to go back and, and read because I couldn't read it all. But Dino from Fear Factory yeah. said something about how metal fans are more conservative now, he but said, not in a political sense, right? No, he said, yeah, heavy metal guys from the from the eighties are like more conservative now, something okay. like that. Whatever. And then, which I know on a past episode we talked about John Schaefer being a complete piece of shit because he was at the Capitol riots. And then you mentioned on Twitter that Dino is a dickhead, right? Yeah, he's a total dickhead. Why is that? I don't follow him because I don't care. And, th- you know, that kind of leads us into like, don't meet your heroes, like that kind of thing. Okay, so the quote from Dino, yeah. as in this headline from Blabbermouth, so I'm not being misrepresented or misrepresenting anyone. A lot of metalheads have gone conservative compared to what it was in the 80s and he does are, are we sure do we need to pause and read the article the whole no, thing that's not how news is anymore that's right not how news you is take a headline you make it your own <laughs> and then you do a lot of conjecturing about yeah what the headline was um just so, so D- dino on twitter 
what one man one vargas's humble opinion yeah he's one of those guys that like identifies specific comments from his fans and then like comments back at him like you're a fucking guitar player for fear factory if somebody's like fear factory sucks you don't need to be like no you suck guy i you know i i get that because tw- it's tw- first of all it's twitter right it's the fucking internet there's always gonna be some asshole that says something yeah but to a point i don't because i don't know how to handle this if somebody knows how to handle us let us know <laughs> But you can't, there's a point where you can't, I'm a big proponent of this, especially in real life. You can't let people get away with being a dickhead because then they're going to be a dickhead later to someone who can't take it. If somebody, if somebody's like went to a Fear Factory concert last night, Dino was an asshole, then maybe, yeah, okay, respond to that and be like, who are you? When did I meet you? What did I do that was an asshole? Like, yeah. But if someone's just like Fear Factory factory sucks, like, why are you? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I guess. Yeah, I just there's that weird thing of like, I don't know, man, because how long has Fear Factory been around? How is he not used to like ignoring that? shit? That's what I mean. Any anybody in entertainment, anybody from comedians to bands to I mean, fuck politicians, but to to politicians, you have to be able to not listen to that shit after the age of the Internet. Yeah. You have to be able to not listen to that because every single person in the world that has internet can have a voice at you. Right. And if you're listening to all of them, I you you will go insane. Right. Because to me, it, what it looks like is that in, in the context of what we're talking about right now, Dino is sitting at his laptop searching <laughs> his name and, yes. and like Fear Factory. Yes. And just scroll doom scrolling through that yeah. search result. Yeah. And like, that's not, number one, it's not healthy for him. No, and we're all like, human. We have bad days where it's right. like you let something get to you. Sure. But like, you got to brush it off, man. I Some, guarantee you, again, in the specific context, Fear Factory has way more people that are like, Fear Factory rules. Than, yeah, is he quoting any of that stuff? No. Because that's all, if I took the time out to do that, right, Fear Factory sucks, I would just quote tweet that person with a bunch of people that are like, I love Fear Factory. I love, instead of like wasting time to respond, just just tagging that guy in a lot of tweets of like, <laughs> oh, that sounds like a Brian response for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, we suck. Well, what about these thousand people that but then, you know, that's also Dickish. you're in a band. You, you got to know. I've, I've learned right as a single man. I'm not for everyone. And I understand that. So if I meet someone, they're like, oh, I don't uh, second date. No, thank you. I'm like, yeah, I get that. No, I don't. I wore my fanny pack. I wore my hot pink fanny pack on the first date. I get it. That's just functional and fashionable. Yeah. They call me fashionista. <laughs> fashionisto. You're a man. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just I'm just fashionista, baby. Uh, what uh, if you could meet one? I just talked about not meeting your heroes. Yeah, but if I could meet one of my heroes, <laughs> if you could meet one of your metal heroes, who would you meet? To me, James is risky, bro. I do it every week. i'm not i'm not your hero (laughs) i'm not i can't be your hero baby what's that song i it is i can be your hero yeah but is there a baby at the end of it yeah yeah so so i made the joke If you listen to that song you're making a baby (laughs) a baby's popping out in nine months for sure (laughs) but i made the correct joke then yeah so edit all the questioning out and just let my joke land check i'm not gonna do that damn it yeah but i i for me you know meeting james would be risky because he's had some controversial opinions in the past um, yeah, but you could change. Well, am I am I am I meeting? You're having. Let's say you're having dinner with. There's them. the okay. You're having dinner and drinks with them. 
Who who are you going to? Who? That's a toughie. I bet I know yours. Who? Who you vote for me? I would say you would because we just talked about them last episode, so yeah. maybe that's why they're fresh in my head. But uh-huh. also, I think it would be somebody from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Ooh, that'd be yeah, that'd be good. Talking to Chad Smith, but he's also really old. He probably doesn't know what Twitter is. <laughs> well, you're not having dinner with him over Twitter. This is a real <laughs> in life, real uh, life dinner. Man, it's tough. See, now I'm I'm all up in the air about it. Who yeah, would you meet? I, I think I would do Troy Smith for Mastodon. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good one. He he seems, that whole band seems very like down to earth, but also like but funny, but yeah. also like they have like shit to say, I think. Ooh, Childish Gambino would be fun to have dinner with. Yeah, for sure. But that's not a metal. It's person. not, but it'd be fun dinner. It'd be a lot of fun. Huh. Probably pretty funny too. Yeah. But I also imagine he would be very willing to talk deep conversations. Yeah. With you. And everybody in the restaurant would be like, who's that guy with Gambino? No, no. They would say, who's that guy with Vargas? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the onslaught. Uh, who is that man sitting that man? with that host? <laughs> Definitely. Uh, no, I think Brown would be a good good one. The drummer from You're Mastodon. just biting my style now. I, yep. He'd be a good one, though. Yeah. He'd be really fun to talk drums with. That's true. He's a very good drummer. He's a very good drummer. Very good. Some would call him the best. Um, although, sitting and yelling at Lars for an hour and a half <laughs> would be uh, pretty fun. That's why That's why I specifically veered away. The, I think the only... I, I would definitely have dinner with Kirk. Of the guys in Metallica? Yeah. You're not going to pick Rob. I, I was going to say or Rob. Kirk oh, or Rob. Yeah. Even though... I, just because I feel like James and Lars have said everything they need to say. Yeah. <laughs> already. They've got a lot of opinions. Oh, man. Well, I love them. I'd pick Rob McGovney. Ron. Yeah, Ron McGovney. <laughs> you have to get his name right during dinner. <laughs> okay, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. So uh, the battles this week. Zeal and Arter yeah. versus Winter Sun. I would argue maybe the two least well-known people on this list what maybe not though i could be again Which, i feel like we're very secluded in our metal world because it's re- <laughs> it's really just you and i just you two of us yeah. yeah so i don't know um zeal and Arter, fairly new yeah big question about this battle who has more albums i mean <laughs> they're pretty close because one of them has three and the other one has three i don't know how many how many albums does winter sun have is that the question you're asking yeah. trying to ask me with your eyes yeah, yeah three so I think they have the same amount. Perfect. But they've been around a very different, different amount, amount of times. <laughs> um, Zeal and Arctic, uh, boy, they, they mix a lot of blues, gospel, and and straight up black metal. Um, and if, if they win, we'll get into their origin story, which to me is one of the most fascinating origin stories of anyone on this on this um, on this bracket. But uh, they they release Stranger Fruit. I think in 2018, which is uh, really, really good. Devil is fine came out in 2017. Um, and now they are, they released an EP in 2020 um, centered around black lives matter and all the horrible shit that was happening in 2020. Um, and then they are releasing a new album in 2022. I just found out. So I'm pumped for, I think so I'm pumped for that. Um, but stranger fruit to me just has um, it's one of those. So it doesn't have my favorite song on it. 
by this band uh-huh. but the the sum of the parts what's the phrase the sum of the parts is greater than the equal of the whole <laughs> where's my whole go <laughs> where do i put my whole uh stranger fruit has just a lot of really really good songs on it and like i said they're just all over the place with their genre you can't nail them down um even in song to song to song so it's a lot of a lot of fun and, and more people should listen to this band and i hope they do on our weekly playlist on spotify yes you have anything to say they're, they're very good great winter sun <laughs> do they tour zealand Arter? yeah yeah they've toured they play live and so this zealand Arter is the brainchild of the guy yep which again, we'll get if they win, we'll get into their origin story and all that. But, yeah, but but they're so they're not a solo project. They're like a band now. They are a band, okay. but it's one of those bands where it's his kind of vision. Yeah, same thing with Winter Sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which P- Petri Petri? Nope, he's the singer for Ensferm. He replaced Yari as the Yari. Singer for, uh, Thank yeah. you. Those Finnish names, man. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try with last names. <laughs> nope. Um, Lindrus is the only one I can say. Yeah, it's close. Um. Yeah, so Winter Sun has a contentious history. They released their first album in 2004, and then they released their second album in 2012. Yeah, like we talked about last episode. Yeah, except this is the only thing that Yari was doing that whole time. (laughs) Yeah, he was just working on the one album, and something happened with hard drives or some shit. There was a lot of shit. So they've released three albums in the almost 20 years they've been around their self-titled time one and forest seasons yeah which for me the self-titled is i mean that's the one to get if you have never heard of winter sun and you're going to listen to one album by them to me it's their self-titled debut yeah probably it's the easiest to digest yeah time is very good time's very good time what is time you know (laughs) nice uh but it's more of a concept album yeah so they're a tough band to nail down because they've got these like basically an entire album that's a concept album. Their third album is also a concept album, but of shorter songs that were recorded while he was supposed to be recording time Two, <laughs> which was supposed to be their third album. But he was like, now nah, fuck that. I'm going to make this other album instead. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Yeah. And we'll get into it more if they win, but they're a melodic death metal band from Finland. Um, if you like stuff like Children Bodum or Ensferum or Norther, Norther or any of those at the bands. gates. Yeah, they're, kinda, they're yeah. more technical than those bands. Well, maybe not Children of Bodum, yeah. but a different type of technical. Yeah. I guess. you'll like you'll like them. They're good. They're very good, but don't get too attached because they'll break your heart. <laughs> yes. God, I, I, I think we spent our entire college careers talking about when they were going to release their next album yeah because i found and then they did the year after we graduated yeah the year after we graduated i found their first album winter sun like six months after it released and their guy was like yep i got it this is coming down the pipe second album album two gonna be ready 12 years later and then fucking yep a hundred million years later (laughs) we still only have half of it yeah (laughs) um that was one of my favorite quotes by you ever is when is it time time? Yeah. When is time time? <laughs> uh, after that, we have ghost versus Opeth. Um, like I said, this is probably two of the most well-known bands. I would say among our listeners. Yeah. Not that I know all of our listeners. I hope, I hope there's dozens of them out there. I hope there's dozens of you. 
Uh, and of course, as we've been saying for the past three episodes, go fuck yourself. Yeah, you jerks. Uh, ghost had a weird, weird thing. Remember, they were Ghost BC, and then they were Ghost, and then it was like Ghost BC again, and now they're Ghost again. I don't know. They, they were Ghost. They, were they ghost. had to, they had to change their name to Ghost BC for one album, <laughs> for one album, and then they changed it back to that's what it didn't was. change it. They retained Ghost. Yes, because there was some asshole band that was like, no, we're Ghost. Yeah, it's like, no, you're fucking not. You're not Ghost. Ghost is Ghost ghost is ghost um so they've got a bunch of albums um i don't even know when the last uh prequel that's right prequel i i didn't know if they released one um after that but that came out in 2018 they have a really fun like meta thing with their right it's their their yeah, singers their, the, their yeah their their singers singers quote yes, unquote yes with uh, the S. and again this is something we'll dive into but it's a lot of they're a perfect example of a band not taking themselves too seriously yeah um because they do like they wear uh, the 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 instrumentalists wear masks and then of course the singers costumed face painted playing a quote unquote character but they do not take themselves seriously in that regard is at all correct whereas like some of those black metal bands that paint their face you can I mean oh, yeah fucking you can't see <laughs> me doing the jerk off motion but I'm doing the jerk off motion yeah uh, maybe you can hear it if you turn it up loud enough um, <laughs> I'm just gonna put something real <laughs> yeah uh but uh ghost so much fun i'm sure a lot of people know them you know fun fact so funny story about ghost okay for me let's hear it um i worked with a girl one time um we kind of got to like we we were both like it was really it was one of those situations where we were both single and it was like oh she's cute he's cute did you kiss her no bro (laughs) but i found out she was very religious so Uh it never would have worked anyway but i sent her a song like because we had like the chat at work or whatever uh-huh. teams or whatever it was and i sent her a song by ghost i'm like you should listen to the song it's a lot of fun and the intro had the inverted t oh yeah for the upside down cross uh-huh. and she didn't listen to it based on that and i'm like if i would have known that you're that kind of religious i would have never even start you know still should have given her a smooch i say i mean just wear a sign if you're going to be annoyingly religious just give her a smooch i can't should I, have her Christian lips wouldn't have wouldn't have allowed it. <laughs> Dust would have flown out of her lips. And which pair is up to you? Uh, <laughs> you had to know it was coming. I know. Not that she was. Uh, that Hi-oh! brings us. <laughs> to so wait. What? What does what? what does ghost sound like? <laughs> no, they're uh, boy. They are hard to describe, aren't they? Because it's like a '70s style vocal kind of mm-hmm. with like melodic metal i guess yeah you describe you do it <laughs> you you do it fucker i would call them almost judas priest-esque judas priest or acdc but sl- but sl- slow yeah it's not that like aggressive hard rock yeah it's more but of it's like still hard rock yeah it's it's or like if foo fighters made a metal band yeah it's it's hard rock in the fact that it's hard to describe yeah yep that's why they call it hard rock yeah <laughs> But I, I mean, very unique. I, if you know Ghost, you know what we're talking about. If you don't know Ghost, absolutely check out Ghost. You're, well, you're gonna on our Spotify playlist. You fool, go along with this. Uh, contrast to Ghost, I think, is Opeth, who released Ten Minute Epics. Yep. But for me, I, I kind of know how you feel about Opeth. I like Opeth. I, I know you do. But could you listen to an entire album front to back, or do you need a break in there? I need some breaks. See, I could listen to it front to back i know songs are 10 minutes but in those long long songs they have so many movements 
Yeah. That it's it feels it never gets like stale. And it's like, God, geez, it's the same song. Like how we joke about Power Slave. <laughs> yeah, Rhyme of the Ancient Rhyme, Mariner. Rhyme of the Ancient <laughs> Mariner. Thank you. Uh, it never feels like stale. It's never boring to me. Um, they're progressive metal and the fact that they go between like super melodic. Kind of, I don't want to say soft, but like soft metal, soft shit, soft rock. Yeah, we that's uh, we knew a person in college who very dumbly aggressively aggressively and and w- in such poor taste was like, yeah, I like Opeth until they quote unquote gay it up. Oh, yeah, I forgot. That's how. You yeah, heard. and I was just like, what are you fucking talking about? You are the biggest <laughs> idiot. They're too soft. I like them hard. <laughs> like hard, them hard. Oh, I want them so hard. Rock me, daddy. Wait, uh, but they they have these the soft interludes, musical interludes with and uh, Michael Ockerfeld's vocals have only gotten better every single album. Yeah, His man. clean vocals. He's super good. Um, and then but they tr- uh, switch in between transitions of these super heavy death sections with these light interludes and it makes for super fun songs um that i cannot get enough of i mean they're one of my top five bands but i feel like a lot of people know them and honestly <laughs> when somebody's favorite band is opeth i probably don't want to talk to that person yeah you know they, what i, they I have mean a lot of a lot of hard opinions about opeth and most of them are i mean they, well they have a lot of hard opinions about everything and yeah. most of those opinions are wrong so i don't i just don't have time for that but i do love opeth I have a funny Opeth story. Tell me, please. So I saw them live with Dream Theater. Uh-huh. Um, and when Akrafelt was on stage, you know, they played a couple songs to like open whatever. And he goes, hey, we're Opeth. Uh, I guess you'd call us a death metal band. And uh, we're going to play a song now. And then they just <laughs> kept playing. Kick into something real heavy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean they're very, uh, they, you know, they they've had controversy in their last few releases just because they're not, they haven't been the normal Opeth releases. Well, because they don't do what they don't do people, the death metal part. Yeah, you know. Well, and they don't do what people want or expect them to do. That's true. Which, which, fuck you. You're not go in fuck band. yourself. Yeah, you're, right. Yeah, go fuck yourself. You're Opeth not, fan. You're not Opeth. They get to make the decisions about Opeth. And if you are Opeth, you're fine. You're great. Thank you for listening. Please email us. <laughs> uh. Honestly, though, we need you to vote. We need the listeners to vote. That's how this works. Yep. Uh, so go on our Twitter or Instagram where the polls will be this week. Um, that's the Onslaught Pod at both Twitter and Instagram. And if you don't have either one of those and still want to vote or want to cast a second vote or third vote, <laughs> do so at the Onslaught Podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to us. Tell a friend about us. If you, if you got a friend who you think needs to listen to metal, we need all the listens we can get. Yep. Subscribe to us. That would help out a lot. Yep. And, um, you know, now it's time for the signature sign off. Good. Goodbye. Got it.